Roulette. Music means we're back. Tim Trainer and Steve Hill back with uh, season two of our NFL Pigskin Pickers. Uh, welcome, Steve. How are you? Everything's right in the universe yeah. now. You had, it's we that had time our, of year. Our five-month uh, just sitting on the beach, uh, relaxing, uh, getting back to, uh, to, to, you know, to a normal state here uh, without an NFL, huh? Not without its lead-up drama, though. Yeah, a pretty strange. Especially for a Viking fan. Yeah, that's right. Um, big news, I think, is we have a new team, the L.A. Rams. That's kind of interesting. They spurned uh, the St. Louis Rams, the, te- the city of St. Louis, in kind of a really kind of crappy way, I thought. They uh, yeah. kind of give the middle finger and, and book town, <laughs> you know. But they're at a bigger place now with a big stadium in the works. Um, is there bad karma around that team, or is there the new um, – fan base sort of like excitement that that could make them better than they should be there's something intriguing to me about uh me too. la okay. having a pro football team yeah. uh though i never like to see teams leave yep. the way yeah they usually yeah. do um but let's just say that you and i are seasoned enough to know that yeah Sometimes things are ugly in the NFL, and you sort of have to compartmentalize that and move on. But I just think I'll focus on the uh, potential for a dreaded rival from L.A. You know, I'm not a Yankee fan when it comes to baseball, but I like having them around. Yep. And I think, uh, you know, for me, it's always the Cowboys Mm -hmm. that I focus on as my, you know, dreaded rival that I – that yeah. I really like to direct and that'll be a my good anger rivalry. at. So maybe I'll have another one. Yep, for the for the Seahawks especially. That's a you know a division foe, and uh, you're gonna play a lot, them a lot. We know about how the Northwest thinks of California and LA. You know we hate the Lakers, the Blazers fans do. So yeah, you're right. I think that's another West Coast team, another West Coast game on at, at West Coast time. So some advantages there for uh, for Oregon viewers and, and football lovers. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Like we we've got this this list of you know the Ravens won one quickly after. They came from Cleveland, but other you know the Oklahoma City Thunder they still kind of got a stink on them after after screwing screwing over Seattle. So I'm not sure how how LA will go. It'll be interesting. It's another story. Yeah, keep definitely. an eye on it. Yep, uh, we talked to you know we Tom Brady had a crazy off season and and the commissioner he's out for the first four games of the season. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys longtime quarterback Tony Romo he's hurt and it's gonna not, they haven't said they missed the whole year but he's gonna be out for a considerable amount of ten it. weeks eight ten weeks, weeks something like yeah that. something and who knows if that will cont- you know continue uh, if he'll ever play again I, I'd be nervous if I if I was him. Um, and then we had come some kind of late breaking after the training camp, after preseason games, to your uh, Minnesota Vikings, kind of a, a, a dark horse team that could be a Super Bowl contender. And their uh, starting quarterback goes down for the year, a, a really rough injury and a non-contact kind of uh, uh, workout, sounds like, and a really devastating. Yeah, I'm up at the lake uh, and... You know, helping dad put away the motor and, you know, the stuff. All is right with the world. All of a sudden, the texts are coming in on my phone that Bridgewater, you know, season over for Vikes, I think was yours or something like that. And and I get on uh, the phone and I figure out, you know, putting down my work gloves and the chainsaw, I figure out what happened. And, uh, it was devastating. And then in the following, you know, I'd call it two, three days, you know, the news is rolling out yep. that um, it's just awful. And so initially I was thinking, Tim, well, maybe there was some behind the curtain issue 
with the knee mm-hmm. that was not totally revealed to the fan base. They were instead putting this sore shoulder story out. Yeah. But I don't think there's a conspiracy theory there. I mean, I, yeah. that's viable. I think what we've got is I, a fluky goofball injury to the knee while planting. He he must have had some issue that wasn't particularly symptomatic with the knee. Yeah, but the worst part about it is the timing, right? And I the mean, timing all, is horrible. All the training camp is over. You don't have enough time to, right. to get any snaps with another quarterback. Yeah. Uh, they don't get to play with even in a preseason game, you know. Um, that's really difficult. And he was so well-liked by the yeah. team that it just completely sucked the energy out of the team. And every, I mean, there were people, you know, yeah. throw, players throwing helmets down, swearing, crying, yep. the whole nine yards. And we go from the despair of having, uh, you know, a bunch of walk-ons with and Sean Hill at the top of the list as the journeyman and then underneath him, you know, these unproven's and... Uh, and then out of nowhere, Spielman pulls off this Bradford deal, which cost a first-round pick next year and a fourth-rounder going up maybe to a second-rounder uh, in 18. But look, when you're rolling out a new stadium in Minneapolis, this beautiful billion-dollar, half-funded or more by taxpayers, U.S. Bank Stadium, uh, you got to have a team that – inspires and gives the fan base hope and Bridgewater's injury to strip the team of that. Yeah. And then Spielman pulls off this, this Bradford trade. And all of a sudden I would say better than half the fan base is re-energized. Wow. And you know, that's, that doesn't seem like a desperation move to you. It's total desperation, but yeah. among the options that, that the Vikings had, mm-hmm. I think it's the best. Yeah. And, I've always felt personally about Bradford that he has tons of talent, that the teams he's played for so far have been bad fits. They haven't played to his strength. They haven't protected him well, had those, you know, fluky injuries. But I really believe, like, the deep ball is in his toolbox. And if we can block for him and give him time to make his reads and and make a throw, that he's going to surprise some people. And, um you know, we'll just have to see. Mm-hmm. But I I refuse to uh, throw in the towel on the season. No, you can't. You've got a great defense, great special teams, yeah. great coach. But he, he seemed to be on the edge of taking that big step to being a top quarterback. And it's a discipline. You know, it's, yeah, you would have liked him to have the opportunity to. And I'll tell you this right now, you know, I, I don't think he's going to play again. Wow. Uh, what I've heard. You know, wow. from Minnesota people reading the local papers and stuff. Oh, is that's that terrible. The damage. They're not saying he'll never play again. But when they talk about the and other structural damage to the knee, it's major. That's yeah. Dis- so that's I don't think this is your Bradford-like ACL tear yeah. rehab. I think to get him back to where he was, uh, he's going to have to have some serious good luck. That's, um, that's, he's going. That's he's had surgery today. Yeah. And so, you know, next podcast we'll be able to talk about what the surgeons found when they operated. And I just wish the best for Teddy. Yeah. He's such a great guy. Well, why don't we change to a more uplifting uh, subject? And that is that I think Peyton Manning commercials are going to be down <laughs> 70 to 80% this Let's year. Let's pray. I mean, yeah. I couldn't handle them all last year. Uh, and I still think he's going to be in way too many. He's yeah. going to be in all like sitting on the couch with his feet up, you know, watching the games. But. Yeah. 
We're going to have fewer Peyton Manning commercials, and that's that's a good thing for this well, NFL season. Well, thank God for the Red Zone channel. Yeah. Just have that on your on your uh, remote. All right. Well, yeah. why don't we start talking games? Um, we're recording this on Thursday afternoon, so tonight is the big night. It's kickoff. Carolina and Denver, a Super Bowl rematch. Fun game. Denver's a totally different team. Like I said, no Peyton Manning, no Brock Osweiler. He left to Houston. Uh, a, a unknown seventh-round quarterback who couldn't even start at Northwestern is the quarterback of the Denver Broncos. He's got great reviews, but uh, pretty pretty high hopes and, and a high responsibilities for a Super Bowl championship team. Uh, they're at home and three-point favorites over Carolina, who we, of course, remember. they Denver whooped them in the Super Bowl and kind of, uh, you know, uh, was pretty impressive in beating them. Do you think Carolina turns the tables here against a different Denver team or – well, Does you Denver's know, what I this? love, Tim, and yeah. I think you do too about the NFL is it's so watchable. There's so many stories. And yeah. the story for me tonight is how does Cam Newton yep. bounce back off arguably the egg he laid in the Super Bowl? Yep. And is he going to show any signs of having a different mindset when he yep. plays? Or is he going to be out there doing something like his dabbing and all the rest of the Superman stuff? And... It'll just be interesting to see what happens, but I am rooting for Cam and the Panthers to make a statement and bounce back and win this game. I think Cam plays well. I think Carolina plays well. Yeah, I think they're the more complete team, and I'd I'd, I'd like them getting you know as three point favorites in Denver. It's hard to take a, a road favorite, uh, but I. I I like them in this game. Um, I think there's a lot of pressure, though, and that's yeah, why is. it's, it's not one of my of top five picks. I, I don't but. think it is for me. It's a fun. It's a fun game to kick off the season uh, with two really interesting teams, and that's you know. And maybe we should talk a little bit about our our philosophy for Week One. Um, I don't know about you. There's a lot of unknowns. Um, it's one of my favorite weeks to pick, I think, because you can get some some odds. You know, there's no there's one uh, Seattle's ten and a half, but a lot of these games are two and three and one points. Where later on this year they're going to be six and ten, and you know, so you're going to get some 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 lines here that you're going to look back on and say, "Gosh, that was generous." You know, you just got to figure out who are the teams. So, is there anyone else um, that you think is maybe a surprise team, um, good or bad, this year that you're looking to bet against or in favor of early? Um, I'm, I'm kind of high on Oakland for some really? reason. Yeah. I think that that Derek Carr uh, and you know his receiver, uh, what's yep. his name again? The main receiver for uh, Oakland. Yeah, the, yeah uh, I know. it'll come, come to, to us. Yep. Anyway, the um, you know the Raiders looked tough. I felt like they were the hard luck team that played hard and well all year and yep. didn't quite finish some games. But, um, you know, I'm rooting for them. And I also think that RG3 in Cleveland, uh-huh. let's give him a look. You know what I mean? Especially against Philly. Yep. Um, Philly's kind of reeling over the Bradford trade and other things and transition. And I just think that um, you got to take a hard look at Cleveland uh, well, as an upset. Yeah. Kinda, One of the week one uh, things that I like to look at are new coaches – uh, this year, there's there's quite a few of them. We're up to seven, which includes Hugh Jackson in Cleveland, but also there in Philadelphia, Doug Peterson. Uh, Miami's got a new coach, Adam Gase um, from the Bears. Ben McAdoo has taken over in the Giants, the first coach there in a long time. Chip Kelly in San Francisco, Dirk Cutter in Tampa Bay, and Mike Malarkey in Tennessee. So, uh, those are those are teams that I 
I'm interested in betting for and against depending on the coach. I think there's a lot of those coaches I'm willing to bet against in week one. I think they're a little and, – and a guy like, let's say, Hugh Jackson uh, coming from Cincinnati and Oakland before that, who I think is incredibly successful, I think was a great hire. But he's going to remake that team, and they might not be good week one. You know, It's going to take a rebuild in his image, and I, I think they struggle this year as a, getting back to – a different kind of team, you know, in the future. Not saying he's a bad coach at all, but I don't think they're there yet. And there's a few guys like that I'm looking down. I think Adam Gase in, in Miami, that's a team with more initial talent. But I'm not I'm not sure they get off to a great start. I uh, think you gotta go with system uh veteran filled teams right. that have stability early in the year. Right. And I think what my take on these tighter lines at the beginning of the year is you've got hope yep. at early on and so the betting public will uh, perhaps take a flyer yep. on a team they are hoping I will turn around. Right. And yeah. so I think we don't fall for that. And when we see a spread of you know under seven, let's say, yeah. where we can take a, a team full of veterans that have a system that's been in place for a while, yep. and, even, and if they're playing at home with all that, I think yep. you've got to take a hard look at it. There, but there's always that team that goes from five and eleven to eleven and five. Is there, is there anybody? And you said you mentioned Oakland a little bit. Amari Cooper, that's who you're thinking. Amari thinking Cooper, of that's wide right. Receiver. Yeah. Um, is there anybody else that you think will make a big jump from from? I think Baltimore bounces yeah, back. I, I like them too. Um, I, I think with Flacco healthy again, yeah. uh, they they've got a decent receiving core. They picked up the speedster Mike Wallace from yep. the Vikings. I think, uh, and he's not their number one. I mean, yeah. I think that yeah, that that team with Flacco's passing ability especially yeah. the deep ball they're going to be fun to watch yeah and they were a disaster last year nothing went right but now right. they're you know, they got that fourth place schedule they get they play easier teams i think you're right i think they bounce back and they've got a great coach and like you said a lot of veterans on that team the giants i'm high on hmm. because i think they've got a really nice uh core of receivers led by odell beckham but yep. you know they've got others and i think it's a new coach, too. Like said. Yeah, I think Eli is going to hopefully benefit from the change of head coach and this great receiving core. We'll keep an eye on the Giants. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I think that, um, let's see, I'm looking at, well, I'm looking at your Bengals, mm-hmm. and I'm liking them a lot. Yeah. Uh, I really do. So that's probably... Mm-hmm. I think that's right. Saying Cincinnati is, you know, not saying some team that was terrible before is going to be better. But I just, I'm becoming more of a believer in Dalton and and the Bengals as a whole. Mm -hmm. And I think some of their discipline or lack of it that affected them in the playoffs, you know, I think they all probably learned a big lesson that we're a really good team and let's not beat ourselves and let's start seeing how that plays out with with, uh, fewer penalties. You would have thought they'd have learned that lesson by now, but you're right. You're right. (laughs) Uh, Well, why don't we get start going through the games here? Sunday morning, it's going to be September 11th, 9-11, 15 years. Pretty probably emotional September Sunday. Uh, they got the roundup right coming up. It's going to be a fun, uh, fun day. It kicks off with the early games. Tampa Bay at Atlanta. Atlanta's a three-point favorite at home. I know you like Atlanta at home in the Dome. They got off to a great start last year and then kind of petered out. Uh, do you think they do the same again this year? I like Atlanta in that game mm-hmm. for sure. And I know that there's, you know, Julio Jones is saying that uh, he he may 
be iffy yep. on what an ankle or yeah. what? he hasn't played much the preseason. I but. think he's going to light it up. Yep. And I think uh, you know Tampa Bay's given up a lot of passing points. Yeah, uh, and so that should be a fun one. I'd take Atlanta on that. That's one of my five. Okay, and then your Vikings—they're two and a half point favorites at the Titans. Um, that surprise you? Who's who's quarterbacking for the Vikings? I think Sean Hill. Uh, hmm. I think it'd be. I think it'd be a huge risk yeah. for Zimmer to put Bradford out there. A little, few practices. Two doesn't, weeks or less yeah. of learning the system. Because if he doesn't do well, you know, that's just that's yeah. going to be terrible. Uh, I think playing away, giving Bradford a little more time to ease in is fine. If Sean Hill goes out there and is melting down, I, I could see Bradford right. maybe coming in. But... Uh, give Bradford an opportunity to succeed by you know yeah. having a l- few more reps with the team. But yeah. I, I like the Vikes winning that one. I think defensively they're great. All eleven starters are back. We got AP in the backfield, a beefed up offensive line that is doing much better. Mm-hmm. We brought in that Pagano guy, the coach, to yeah, just sure. deal with our O line. I mean, it's looking really good. We've got some great young receivers, including this guy, Stefan Diggs. Yep. And uh, let's just watch, see yeah. what happens. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. Uh, but you, you did you did give up a first round pick for Bradford, so he's got to see the field sooner rather than later. He but does. You, you think, and he's getting paid handsomely yeah. too. We don't want that yeah. guy sitting on the bench. Yeah, I'll I'll take Mariota in, the, in t- Tennessee. I think there's just too much bad karma there, and and just like you said, a really affecting injury that's going to have that. T- and Zimmer's a, an amazing motivator, I think. But I think that 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 brutal um, in the middle of the field um, injury that, like you said, really just really kind of brought the team down. I think that has some effects in week one. I, I like Tennessee there okay. getting some points at home. Uh, Cleveland and Philadelphia, the Browns at the Eagles. It's the Eagles minus four. Two, uh, you know, question mark teams. I don't know. I'm a little nervous about uh, stepping in on this one. You got a, a strong feeling? Strong feeling, no, but I'm, yeah. I'm leaning towards RG3 and the Browns. Mm-hmm. I, I just – for. Reasons we talked about before, I think. Yep. Yeah, let's let's take a flyer on the Browns in these games that are you know tough to pick. Uh, Philly just isn't doing anything for me mm-hmm. in terms of inspiring me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and they've got to figure out what they're doing at quarterback. Yep. And so, new coach, everything. I mean, yep. I, I want to see RG three return to yep. successful play, and I think. I think this is his last audition, frankly, yeah. and, and he understands that, and I think he'll do well. Yeah, Cleveland's an interesting team to me, but they got to prove it first, so that's sure. a stay away for me. Uh, the Bengals are two and a half point favorites at the Jets. A new new um, the Bengals they lost two two big you know they're number two and three wide receivers, but they've got tons of options. Uh, they're Tyler, Tyler Eifert, their big tight ends out hurt for six weeks or so. They still have three great running backs, A.J. Green, Dalton. Uh, they've got a stable of, of, uh, of weapons there. And I, I th- they'll, they'll, you know, they, they'll, they'll miss something for sure. But I, th- I still think they can score enough points to, to beat the Jets here. Yeah, I think they win that one. But what, what are your thoughts about Giovanni Bernard? I picked him up on my fantasy he's fan- team. He's fantastic. He's, he's going to get enough snaps? Yes. Yes. Okay. He'll get more, I think, than he'll. And then... If this is a team that scores a lot of points, I think you want players on there. So okay. he's not going to get 25, but he if he gets 15 and and a and five catches, I think you'd be happy with that. So okay. I like the Bengals in okay. against the Jets. I do too. The Raiders at the Saints. Raiders. Um, 
Raiders, yeah. Raiders. Like, we, we we did pretty well with them last year, so why not run them again? And it's nice to have one of those underdogs. Um, Saints are kind what of. What do you think up. about Breeze? I mean, you know, he's getting yeah. along in the tooth. What do you think? It seems like a lot of that team is getting along. Um, same coach for a long time, the quarterback for a long time. They've, they really haven't had those, that magic recently. Yeah, I think they might be a little over the hill, and this might be the season that that sends uh, Coach Sean Payton and, and Drew Brees packing kind of thing. Uh, so I like the Raiders, too. The Chargers are the Chiefs. The Chiefs are seven-point favorites, and I like them at home. Uh, the Chargers were dreadful last year, worst team in the league, and they haven't got any better You know, in the short term. I like the char- I like the Chiefs there, too. There's Arrowhead magic. Yep. I think we got a you know opening game of the season yep. at Arrowhead. Yep. Uh, the crowd's going to be going nuts. I yep. think they're going to win that yep. one. And handily. the Chargers, you know, first-round pick, there was a holdout almost the yeah. whole, uh, whole season. So he's not going to make much of a, a, a difference. I, I like the Chiefs too. The Bills and the Ravens. We both said we kind of like the Ravens for the season, and I, you know, minus three at home in Week One. I think you got to take them. Take it's em. a Buffalo team that is a mediocre, right? Uh, yeah, we both like the Ravens there, and the Bears and the Texans. Um, so Texans minus six. I, I'm I'm not sold on either of those teams. Like we said, Brock Osweiler is the new Texans quarterback. You got to. I mean, pretty impressive. Uh, uh, small sample size starts in Denver, which we know was a great team, but Elway let him go um, at a, for a high price, but not a terribly high price. Um, <clears throat> is he a, a quarterback of the future there in Texas, in Houston, and that's that's a team to worry about? Or well, I just have trouble getting excited about the Bears. Yeah, you know? I, I just yeah. Cutler and everybody. I mean, they got Jeffrey, but mm-hmm. I, I just don't. Yeah, I don't see. That being a tough pick, I think you take Houston winning by a touchdown at home. Yeah, I think they're both wait-and-see teams for me, but I, I can see leaning towards the Texans. Uh, the Green Bay Packers on the road favorites at Jacksonville, four-and-a-half. Jacksonville, there's there's some talk of them as kind of a sleeper team. Like we said, that dark horse team that goes from bad to good. They've been slowly getting better, but can can they get off to a good start against a, a good Green Bay team? No. Yeah. Rodgers is going to uh, really light it up yep. this year. It's making me worried as a Viking fan. I mean, I think that uh, if Jordy Nelson, who's supposed to play, is on the field with Cobb and you know everybody else, I mean, I think Eddie Lacy uh, does well this year. Yep. Uh, he lost a bunch of weight. He's in shape. Yep. You know, I, watch I out for Green Bay. Jacksonville is a, a, a small market team. There'll be as many Packers fans as Jaguar fans. Pretty there. much. So I like the Packers uh, minus yeah. four and a half at Jags. Dolphins and the Seahawks, big li- biggest line of the week. The Seahawks are ten and a half point favorites. Incredible at home. Um, is Miami that bad? I mean, are they just going to get steamrolled in Seattle? They are, but I think we've learned over uh, you know the course of this podcast that ten and a half is a lot. It is, and while I think the Seahawks are likely to cover, that's not in my top five. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, um, that makes me a little nervous. Um, yeah, and it's in, in Miami's. Yeah, you're probably right. You probably take the Seahawks, but ten and a half is a considerable amount. Uh, maybe we'd rather go to a pick game: the Giants and the Cowboys. Like we said, Tony Romo's out. Uh, Dak Prescott has looked awesome. The rookie stepping in. The rookie's in his looking good, yeah. And they got a rookie running back. Interesting game. I'd be interested in watching it. Um, it's a pick. Giants and Cowboys. You like the Giants? I like the Giants, yeah. Yeah. First, because I really don't like the Cowboys. But second, <laughs> I think Eli's going to have a fun year. 
Yeah. With his uh, trio of great receivers. You yeah. know, I think he's going to have a lot of fun. First, first year without Tom Coughlin. Uh, it'll be interesting to see a new, new face on the sideline there. Um, Thank goodness. I mean, with all due respect to to Tom, I mean, just that dour expression yeah, all the yeah. time. It just didn't make it fun. Yeah, maybe the, it's possible that that will be a rejuvenated team yeah, with yeah, a new coach. Say. So, yeah, we'll lean we'll lean towards the Giants there to beat their rivals on Week One. The Lions and the Colts, three and a half. The Colts are favored. Um, a really disappointing team last year. Um, Luck is back, supposedly healthy. Um, I don't know. I mean, we, we said if a year ago you would have said he was one of the top three quarterbacks in the league, and he was. I'm still of, high on luck. Yeah, I think he'll be all right. They might have to pull it off in the fourth quarter, like they often do. Well, but I would take uh, Indy at home. I would too. Winning by four, uh, I, would I think too. that's a good bet. You take the better quarterback, and I, I yeah. agree. I like the Colts. Um, and then the Patriots at the Cardinals. This is the Patriots without Tom Brady. Rub your eyes twice. Can you believe it? Someone else is going to get the start. Um, Garoppolo, the youngster who's looked good in meaningless preseason games, but is that who knows about that? Um, the Cardinals are six point favorites now. There's w- thoughts that Gronkowski won't play. Um, yeah, so do we jump on those Cardinals there and just win yes. by a touchdown? The Cardinals made my top five. I think they win by a touchdown at home. Um, I didn't know about Gronk. That's interesting, but you know. I was looking forward to Martellus Bennett and Gronk out yeah. there, two tight right. ends, and and you know we might have to wait for Brady's return to see that fully yep. kick in. But I just uh, there's something special about the Cardinals and Carson Palmer. Not a huge fan, yep. but I I love Larry Fitzgerald. I think they've got a good running back, and uh, they're playing at home, and they did well. You know, in the in the postseason, mm-hmm. and I and I just think that um, you got to go with them early in the year without Brady uh, playing for the Patriots. Uh, I think Bill Belichick somehow has a fu NFL in him uh, after the way his team has been treated here uh, over Deflate Gate, and I'm not sure if that's. We're going to lose this game 42 nothing. run the ball in the middle and say, screw your Sunday night, you know, exciting uh, show-off game, or he, they're just going to say, you know, we, we can do it without Brady. We can win this game. But I have a feeling he does something strange in this game. I think I like the Cardinals. I, think, I don't see him tanking a game to get back. Uh, I don't know. It would be amazing. Uh, He's such a Belichick. Well, I mean, they won't tank-tank, but he'll be like, this is my backup quarterback, and I'm not going to. Yeah, uh, put him I at see risk. Him going for it on fourth down more, like right. he's done sometimes yeah. in pressure situations, and yeah. it hasn't gone his way. Yeah, well, it's stuff like that. But uh, we'll have to watch it. If anything, you know, I'm watching it to see if the Patriots just get stomped. Yeah, which would make me a happy camper. Right. But um, yeah, interesting storyline because he's sort of a deserving man of punishment. You know, when it comes to Spygate and all these other things, mm. and so. Um, I think he's that, a deserving uh, man of punishment, but uh, yeah, the, I, just, I don't know. I'm yeah. not a Belichick fan. I think right. it'll be fun, but okay. uh, it's a story for sure. All right. Well, then we finish with two Monday night games. An early one: the Steelers at the Washington Professional Football Team. The Steelers <laughs> are three point favorites on the road. Steelers. Ugh. Uh, I know they're not your guys, but they're going to be Super Bowl contenders in my book, huh. and uh, they're looking tough. And uh, watch out, Washington. Yeah, that's uh, a interesting Monday night game. I don't know. I stay away from a road road favorite um, against a team that was a playoff team last year. 
Um, and then we finish with the new look L.A. Rams at the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, 49ers now with Chip Kelly, um, who I was a believer in in Philly, and it didn't quite work out. Um, two and a half point favorites are the Rams. The 49ers are kind of a mess. The Rams are kind of a mess. I don't know. I think that's a stay away. See it's it. a total stay away, yeah. but I'd like to see the Rams win. I think if you had to bet that game, you'd take the Rams. Yep. And I think this whole Kaepernick thing, um, yeah. you know, is creating a bit of a distraction. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't been playing so well lately. And so you take the not playing well, and then you add to that, yeah, the uh, distraction. Well, he's not going to get. And on the field, I don't. Yeah. I don't know how that 49ers team. Uh, is doing in the locker room, but I know that the Rams must be just energized and stoked to be in L.A. Yeah, you know, I think that's right. So let's see what happens. I there. think, I think, and and Kaepernick's not going to start. Gabbard's going to start for yeah, sure. But He's, I'm just, he, yeah, yeah. Just he had the gave a bad get bad vibes to the field. Um, I, I think I, I look at Kelly like I look at Hugh Jack Hugh Jackson in Cleveland. Um, two good coaches that are going to rebuild their teams and might not get off to good starts. So I, I like the Rams as well. Um, so let's go through our five picks. Um, Steve, we were above 500 last year. We had uh, a few bad weeks, but more often than not, we were making people money. Um, we're giving another try this year. Pick five games a week with the spread and hopefully come out on top. Uh, make you rich, make us rich, make uh, – Make everybody rich. Um, so let's let's narrow them down to five. <laughs> and this year, I think Tim, we're going to be uh, very interested in feedback from our listeners. Yes. So, uh, what if somebody listening wanted to get in touch with us? Yeah, that'd be great. Thought or or come by. The we would love to have people drop. Bunker we'd love to pe- have people drop in or call or, or email at us. Um, you can send me an email. It's probably the easiest way to do it. Just send it to editor, E-D-I-T-O-R, at eastoregonian.com. That'd be great. You can give me a call, 541-966-0835. That'd be awesome. We'd love to know uh, if you're listening and what you'd like to hear about. We can uh, change this podcast uh, to suit our listeners for sure. And uh, give us advice uh, on, on teams to pick and give us hell when we pick wrong ones. So that's we'd love to hear from you guys and, and make this better and make it more important to your uh, weekly uh, listening schedule. Um, so let's get to what the people are listening for. Let's get to five picks. Um, I've got quite more than five written down. Okay, I think let's do it this way. What are your five, and then I'll give you my five, and then we'll we'll try to come to some sort of agreement. I think we both like the Packers. Um, that, that's on my list. I think we both like Baltimore. That's on my list. I wrote down Cincinnati, Arizona. KC. I'm with you all the way on these. Those are the five best. Cool. So let's read the spreads. All right. So we're taking uh, we're taking the Green Bay Packers minus four and a half at Jacksonville. We're taking the Kansas City Chiefs minus seven at home against the Chargers. We're taking the Baltimore Ravens minus three at home. We're taking the Cincinnati Bengals minus two and a half on the road. Taking the Arizona Cardinals minus six at home. The team that we left out there that you were high on with the Giants. You, you sure you don't want to kick kick one of those? I would out just say if if you're G-Man? frustrated by going with all favorites, yeah, take the Giants in the pick to beat the Cowboys. Yeah, and take Oakland to oh, beat yeah, the yeah. Saints, yeah, who are uh, favored by one. 
uh, in New Orleans, okay? But uh, other than that, I think I'm not opposed to taking favorites uh, early in the year when the spread is as generous as it is. And so, you know, I think those top five, Tim, are great. Cool. All right. So just one more time, Green Bay, Kansas City, Baltimore, Cincinnati, Arizona. Let's kick off this year, and uh, good luck to an NFL season and to to your friendly local gamblers. And Skull Vikes. All right. Good luck. Thanks for listening. 